0: Every mistake is an opportunity to learn. Even those whack exes and lame situationships you endured. This podcast helps single black millennials date smarter by sharing stories of what not to do in dating. Join me, Randy, as I talk with black millennials about the dating lessons they've learned and the mistakes they never want to make again. This is Situationships Podcast and I'm your host, Randy. This is Randy. On this week's episode, I talk with fan favorite and my best friend, Alicia. We keep it pretty light. She shares about a recent experience dating someone who was great on paper, chemistry was popping, but the attraction just wasn't there. We all know that chemistry and attraction aren't everything, but that shit matters. Hear about some of the back and forth she went through deciding how to proceed with him and how things ultimately ended. If you have a friend who can use some dating advice, please share this episode with them. Get Situationships Podcast merch and early access to podcast episodes by becoming a Situationships Podcast Patreon at patreon.com/situationshipspod. And lastly, let's connect on social media. You can find me at Situationshipspod on Instagram and Facebook, and at Situationspod on Twitter. All right, I hope you enjoyed the episode. This is what like the third, or fourth time. It's the fourth. Um, that's debatable. I'm gonna go back and count. <laughs> Cause I told three
1: bomb stories that I'm sure you guys have listened to. Um, yeah, I think it's the fourth.
0: We'll go, we gonna uh, go with ch- the We're receipts. gonna go with that. We're gonna go with that. Um, but anyway, so you're here today to talk about a different um dating scenario, dating lesson that you've learned. I am. Um, I think this was a 2019
1: 2019 yes yeah 2019
0: going, into going I was gonna say going yeah, into, going 2020. Going into 2020.
1: 2020 yes so it was fairly recent
0: um so let's just let's just jump right into it um so tell me about how you met this young man and what your courtship or you know early dating situation was like
1: yeah so we actually met on hinge um funny I had deleted hinge probably about 50 11 times um in 2019 and I just I hadn't been on a date in a while and I was bored to be honest so I redownloaded it and we ended up matching um initially I was really excited because it's rare that I have good conversation over those apps mm-hmm. right like normally the conversation will start. They'll say something dumb, and then I just ghost, and mm-hmm. I probably delete Hinge. Um, but it was amazing, actually. Like we had great banter. Um, it was one of those conversations when like each person is sending paragraphs like back and forth. Um, we quickly exchanged numbers, and my my like general rule of thumb on those apps is if we've been talking for couple of days, like, someone needs to initiate a date, right? Like, I'm not looking for a pen pile. Um, And he did. He did. He was like, hey, like, you want to meet up? Like, what do you have going on this week? Um, So he planned this date and was like... And he was a foodie, too. Y'all know I love food. So he was like, hey, um, I know you mentioned that, like, seafood is your fave. Like, it's this really great restaurant I want to take you to. Um, Let's meet up this weekend. So... We got off the apps, we're texting, um, end up meeting at this restaurant, and it was actually really, like, it was a great date. Like, we had a great day. I I have no complaints. Like, we probably stayed at the restaurant for three hours. Um, He was funny. like, we... It was one of those conversations where, like, you start talking about something, and then you go on a tangent, mm-hmm. and then that turns into, like, mm-hmm. another conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, it mm-hmm. was just good. Like, it was really good. Um, I'm going to be honest. So, <laughs> he, okay, how do I say this in a nice way? He looked a little different than what I remember seeing on the apps. Oh, okay. Um, it was definitely wasn't a catfish situation, but- I wasn't as attracted to him in real life as I was to his pictures picture. on Hinge. Got gotcha. you. Um, but it's cool because we're laughing, right? Like right. we're laughing, we're having a good time, we're eating good food. So I'm, I'm like, maybe this will like evolve into something. Like yeah, maybe maybe I'll, the light will hit him ex- in a right, certain way. Right. Exactly. Maybe I could turn my head 45 degrees, and right. like we could turn this into something. So I'm like, this is the first date again. Like great conversation. So I'm like, let's just let's see where it goes. Um... What was also great about him was, he wasn't pressed. Mm. So that's so nice. It's so nice. It's so nice. Um, he definitely like hit me up after the date and was like, "Hey, I had a good time. Like, I would love to see you again." But it it wasn't like a, "Hey, what you doing?" in 50 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like it was like, he had the appropriate amount of time in between each text. Like it just was good. And it felt like it was giving me time to kind of catch up to liking him. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, I want to say over, it wasn't that much time in between the first and second date, but I'd say it was maybe like a week, maybe two weeks. Um, and he hit me up and was like, hey, um, let's go to this restaurant. Like there's this, this other good restaurant that I heard of. Like, let's meet there. Um, so we actually, it was lunch, we met at the restaurant, same deal as the first date, really good combo. And at the end of the date, he was like, Hey, like, what do you have going on? Like, I know you're a realtor, like, do you have any appointments for the rest of the day? And I was like, No, actually, like I'm free. And he was like, Cool, well, my house is around the corner. Um, I know that you were talking about going to Ghana at the end of this year. I actually went to Ghana. Um, if you're interested, like, let's continue this day at my place. I have some, like, some liquor, some wine, whatever. We could just chat. I can give you some tips about Ghana, right? Y'all know that sucked me in? (laughs) That That sucked me in, right? That's all you have to mention is either food or travel for me to be like, hmm. Um, I will say that the house part made me a little nervous. I normally don't go to um a man's house for a while, but it was cool, right? Like we were having a conversation. He said he lived right around the corner. And I'm like, uh, eh, I'm not, I don't have anything else going on. Like, cool. Long story short, I ended up going to his place and we had a really good time. Like it's a lot of really good times. I know, I know, I know, I know. Um Nigga ended up making empanadas from scratch. Mm, mm um had like this great collection of wine with nigga was pairing wines with the not like it was it was good. It right? was next level. It was ne- it was next level. It really was. And again the conversation was so good. Like it was just it was engaging. He was funny. We had the same kind of humor um and we were talking about Ghana like I was super excited because um you know our company shout out to we go to
0: Hey. um
1: we were going to Ghana and I, I want to say it was like a month a month and a half so he was telling me about his experience there um it was just it was good um by the end of the date I was like hmm do I like him um I was like you know again I'm having such this this is great time with this guy and everything seems to be checking off on paper. Um, but I still wasn't there attraction wise. But again, I'm like, this is still, it feel, it feels good. So I'm still going to go with it. Right. Um, the next interaction was we actually, so let's say this was like the end of November. We, no, no, no. This was the beginning of December. Um, we didn't go on any more dates before Ghana, because I think our trip was at the very end of December. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't go on any more dates. But on the way to Ghana, I got a notification from Cash App, and he sent me some money to get some airport snacks. Um, and it was a small gesture but it was so thoughtful yeah it was really thoughtful and as small as it sounds like i've never had a guy just do that without any prompting yeah right literally he sent me a message and was like hey um i hope you have a great flight i'm really excited for this experience and this journey you're gonna have in ghana um get some airport snacks on me and um i melted in the car I'm not going to lie. Like my panties got a little wet. I was like, what? Like, okay. Like I see you. Yeah. I see you. Yeah. Um, and then while I was in Ghana, he hit me up a couple of times and was like, how's the trip going? Um, I'm looking at pictures. It looks amazing. I'm so excited for you guys. Um, let's like reconvene when you come back. So come back from Ghana and he gives me like, he gives me like a week and is like, hey, um, I would love to recap your trip. Like, let's meet up. Um, again, he picks this, like, bomb-ass restaurant and is like, um, let's just meet up and talk. Like, I haven't seen you in a minute, and, you know, I would love to hear more about your trip. So ended up meeting meeting him at this place, um, and we're talking about the trip. Like, he's asking me um, just a lot of, probing questions about my experience there and we probably end up spending like another three hours at the restaurant and it was it was nice it was nice um by the end of the date I still (laughs) wasn't any closer to I don't know liking him in a romantic way Mm mm-hmm what what I got from that date was that it started to feel friend zone-ish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I realized that I was having great experiences with this person. I enjoyed his company. I enjoyed his conversation, but nothing was evolving for me beyond that. Yeah. Um, And I said, you know what? I said, I'm going to give it one more shot. I said, maybe we need a different atmosphere. We need a different environment. So after that date, I want to say a week or two past. And he had really been the one initiating the dates prior to this last time. But I said, you know what, I'm going to ask him if he would like to come over my place. Um, I'll cook and we'll see. Like we'll, we'll go from there. (laughs) So ended up, having like a taco night kind of situation, you know, I'm extra. So I went and got like Cotija cheese. Like I'm like, "Let's make this into like something really cute," right? I get wine.
0: The nigga made empanadas for you. Exactly. So, you so to- I gotta
1: I gotta come back, you right. know? So um I go get mezcal. like it's it's going down, right? Mm-hmm. Um so he comes over and we're eating, talking, same deal as the other three dates. Great combo. Um, I get up to get something from the fridge, and he slaps my butt. Oh, now what I have come to realize and after analyzing other dates and situationships that I've had, had this been someone I was really feeling, it wouldn't have been a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, it wouldn't have been a big deal. Yeah, I would have maybe gotten slightly annoyed. Like, nigga, did I tell you, you could touch me? Yeah. But if I like you, it's it's gonna be different, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but immediately when he touched my butt, I got disgusted. Yeah, and I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I don't, I don't want this. Yeah, um, and then I got scared because I'm like, clearly he wants to, um you know, move this to the next level. And I'm not, I'm very comfortable with where we are right now. Like yeah. the good conversation, um, the food, like I'm, I'm good with all those things, but adding that extra layer, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not comfortable with yet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I started to panic internally a little bit. Cause I'm like, what what's, what's about to happen? Yeah. Um, so go get what I'm I, I so I don't react right. Like when he touches my butt, I'm like, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna pretend like that did happen. Yeah. So I go get whatever I'm looking for in, from the kitchen. Come back. Um, we start talking again, and we move the conversation. He actually asks. He's like, Hey, do you want to go sit on the couch? So I was like, Oh shit. I was like, it's it's gonna get awkward. Mm-hmm. Um. So we move to the couch, and he is grabbing our drinks from the counter. I'm already sitting on the couch. He was grabbing our drinks, and as he comes around, he goes in to kiss me. And we had not kissed on any of these dates. Mm-hmm. I purposely avoided kissing him because yeah. I wasn't interested. Yeah. Um, so he goes in to kiss me, and y'all, it felt like <sighs> it felt like I was kissing. I don't even know someone who you don't want to kiss right. that's, that's what it felt like that's what it felt it felt like I was I just didn't feel anything right like no sparks no nothing yeah um and so we kissed maybe for a minute let's say um and I pull my head back because I'm like hey, I don't want to do this anymore. yeah um so I try to kind of transition into another conversation right because I don't want to talk about what just happened yeah um, so, he sits down, and we start talking again, and then he puts his drink down on the table and leans in and, like, goes for another kiss. So, I'm like, I'm going to just go with it, because, again, I'm awkward. What I don't know what else to do. So, yeah. we're kissing, and then his hands start moving down. Um, and he touched my titty a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> don't say touch my titty. <laughs> Um, and then he's going down, and he's, um, I'm about to turn this into like an explicit podcast. He starts rubbing like my genital area, yeah, and um I move his hand and he leaves it where I placed it for a second, right, and then go and taste it back. right. <laughs> <laughs> he was, I'm gonna try this again cause I want this to work. Um, so he starts doing it again and I move his hand and I pull back and we both kind of go to our respective sides of the couch Mm -hmm. and I told him, I was like, Hey, um, I'm not really ready for that. And he was like, okay, cool, 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 cool. Like, I'm, I'm so sorry. Like I didn't mean to make you uncomfortable. And I was like, no, it's okay. I'm just not, I'm, I'm not ready for that. Um, yet. And of course that made everything awkward Mm -hmm. and to be completely honest, at that point I wanted him to leave. Yeah. Um, I didn't feel like disrespected. I just, I wasn't, it changed the vibe. Exactly. Exactly. It changed the vibe. Um, so he collected his things. I go to the kitchen. I start, you know, washing dishes. I'm like, I I need to make sure that he gets the hint that this is like, we need to probably wrap this up. Yeah. Um, So he gets his keys. He um, starts heading to the door, and he actually is like, you know, I see that you (laughs) need to clean exactly. Not even that. He was like, "Um, you know, I see you're cleaning up, and he was like, I know you're gonna have like a long day tomorrow. Like we're both trying to wrap this up and not make it make awkward, right? And so, um, walk him to the door, and that was that. So the next day. I called my mom, right? So I had been telling my mom about him for a while um, since we had been on our first date. And my mom was more excited than I was Mm -hmm. um, throughout the dates that we had been on. So she was like, he seems like a great guy. I had sent her like screenshots of his photos. And she's like, yeah, like this, this seems great. So I'm like, I'm going to tell her what happened last night. So I tell her the story and I'm like, yeah, he came over and, you know, he goes in to kiss me and he, you know, is touching my titty and like, you know, I'm just I'm telling her the entire story. So I'm like, yeah, I just, I don't think I'm interested. I don't think I'm I'm ready to, I'm definitely not ready to have sex with him, but I, I don't, what I'm understanding is that I don't think I'm that attracted to him. Mm-hmm. And I think he may be in the friend zone. Yeah. So I was expecting my mom to agree. I was expecting her to be like, yeah, like, you've been on enough dates. You clearly don't like him in that way um, and things. And I got the exact opposite from her, which I was shocked. She basically was like, I told her the whole story, and she was like, and eh? So I'm like, well, maybe I didn't tell her enough deets, right? So I started telling her, like, you know, but he was, like, you know, touching a lot, right? And she was like, okay. <laughs>
0: Let that man touch. Right. She was like, okay. <laughs> Let that good man.
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> she was like, okay. She was like, you done have more than that done to you, I'm sure. Hello? So she was like, I don't see the issue. And I was like, well, mom, I don't like him in that way. And she was like, well, you haven't given him a shot. And I was like, but we've been on – three plus dates right like we've been talking for almost three months and I was like I don't think I like him in that way um and she proceeds to guilt trip me and she's like we've talked about what it is that you're looking for in a guy you have mentioned all of these things that are important to you and he pretty much checks all of those off he has a great job he's funny um he seems very supportive of what you do he's caring he's thoughtful like she's literally giving me the entire list and she's like I don't see the problem and it feels like you are dismissing this earlier than what you should Mm. um and I got off the phone and had a moment with myself and was like damn am I not giving this man a chance am I not clear on what it is that I want? Right. Cause he pretty much checks everything off the list of this, you know, prayer, the Sierra prayer I've created. And I'm like, is this something wrong with me? Like, like what's, what's the deal? Right. Like what, what's the issue here? Um, so yeah, I, I spent the entire night just really thinking like maybe I should give this another shot. Um, and so we continue to text, I'd say, maybe for another two weeks. And I'm noticeably not as engaged in our conversations over text. Um, he doesn't ask me on, like, another date. I don't ask him on another date. And it eventually just kind of fizzles out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was pretty much what happened. And it's it's funny. I'm used to having to in things with a guy, right? You, I, I feel like I've been in situations where I've given hints or, you know, I've noticeably not been as interested as the guy was in me. Mm-hmm. Um, but they never really got the hint. And I had to send a text message or like concretely in things. right? But it was the first time where it just kind of fizzled out. I think he probably noticed that I wasn't as interested anymore he probably was annoyed that he wasn't going to get no buns and was like, okay, like, I'm, I'm going to leave her alone. And that's how things ended.
0: So after having that conversation with your mom and, like, thinking about whether or not you were giving him another chance, what was your mindset moving forward with him? Like, how are you planning on interacting with him? <sighs> to be honest...
1: I was open to giving him another chance Mm. um, because I sided with my mom in the moment, Mm -hmm. in the moment I thought maybe I didn't do enough on my end and that maybe I should give him another shot. Mm -hmm. So to be honest, I think if he would have pressed or if he would have, you know, pressed me to have another date or if he would have kept the conversation up at the same momentum that it was before, I probably would have went on another date probably.
0: So it sounds like you were open to it, but like your demeanor maybe was more closed off than. Yes. Yes. So what was his his demeanor? Because like you, I I got from you that you were like open to giving him another chance, like. But the vibe had definitely changed right. at that point. So what was his vibe?
1: I think the vibe had changed on his end too. Um, I think. So one of the first conversations we had through text was he apologized again Mm -hmm. for making a move at my place and was like, I didn't mean to make things uncomfortable or to make you uncomfortable. Um, And, you know, basically that he was sorry. Um, So that was kind of the initial tone that was set after Mm -hmm. the date. Um, And I think to be honest he was still interested but I think he picked up the vibe from me yeah that I maybe was not as interested as as he was um and I think he just kind of backed off
0: yeah so uh, one of the things that we had kind of mentioned before recording was like the idea of dating with intention like when you meet someone on a dating app like the purpose is to date and to like see each other in a romantic sense and so uh, I was curious like if you had if you had met him outside of a specifically dating you know environment do you think it would have been easier for things to go slowly because it sounds like you just wanted to slow down
1: yeah I do for sure I think it would have been less pressure Um, and I think it would have given us the opportunity to maybe let things naturally evolve or progress into like a courtship stage. But I think out the gate, it was courtship, right? Because we were coming from a dating app. Um, we both had talked pretty explicitly about what we were looking for, um, and I think he wanted to show up in that way, right? Yeah. Like I had talked about how I wanted to date intentionally and he was like, cool, bet, like, let's let's do that. Um, so again, we're we're going on these dates, right? It's not like we're just meeting up to chill. Like these are dates. Mm-hmm. And I think it creates more pressure for it to evolve in that way as opposed to you meeting in the real world and right. letting things
0: naturally evolve. Yeah. So I guess like, do you think that there is a way to date slowly on the apps? I don't know. Um, <laughs> yes.
1: And I think it requires a lot of communication. Yeah. On both ends. And I didn't know how to do that in the moment. Yeah. Um if I had to do it all over again, I probably would have had a conversation with him before it even led to him touching my titty <laughs> that um we should probably slow it down. Yeah. And that we should just see what happens, yeah. right? Like we should we should let things go where they're going to go. Yeah. Without any expectation.
0: Um, but I clearly wasn't grown enough to have that conversation. And it's funny because the one thing that I think about a lot is, like, I go into these situations with all kinds of plans of things I want to communicate, but I think it's easy to communicate what your bigger vision is, for what you're looking for, like, I want this kind of a relationship. I want this. I want a marriage. I want a date with intention. But then it becomes, I think the next challenge is to communicate how you want to move within with this specific yeah, yeah, right yeah, environment, yeah, this yeah, situation. Yeah, and I sure. think that it's hard. It's hard because it's just hard to communicate but it's also hard because i always struggle with like so when do you bring this up like how do i bring this up without like changing the vibe like we're having a great time right and like, I, how think do that you was,
1: I think that was one of the reasons why i didn't do it was because it felt like by the time i would have worked up the nerve to have that conversation it would have been in response to him doing something right 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 um as opposed to it just being a, a general conversation about what it is that I'm looking for and the pace that I want to go. Yeah. It would have felt like I was talking specifically about him and that made me nervous, which is why I probably just (laughs) didn't have the conversation in general. Um, But to answer your question, I do think there's a way to go about it. Um, But I think you probably have to have that conversation early on and it needs to be as general as possible.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, well, i don't I don't know if it I don't know. I'd have to think about that. but i I would say like, the thing that make, it makes this conversation makes me think about is when we talk about dating with intention is like, I feel like the onus on that often falls on men to date with intention, but like, what does it mean as a woman to date with intention? And I would say like part of that is learning to be more specific in what you're looking for with that person cuz it cuz it what it sounds like to me is like this idea of going along with things yeah. which is what I hear a lot of women talking about like well, will just we'll just go until something yeah. till, something goes wrong yeah. until you fuck up and i would be like no nah, I want to do this yeah and to be honest after really thinking
1: about the interactions with him I think if it had been someone, this is going to sound bad, but I think if it had been someone that I really liked, I don't think there would have been much wrong with how things progressed.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if it would have been someone who I would have been feeling from the gate, mm-hmm. from Jump Street, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, from the mm-hmm. first date, I probably would have been okay with the pace, which is why it's it's difficult, right? Cause yeah. Specifically with him, that there wasn't really anything wrong. I just didn't like him.
0: Yeah. And like you said before, like if he had like grazed your titty and you liked him, you'd be like grazed my titty Cool. Again. Exactly. <laughs> like, it, would, it, it probably
1: would have been a different
0: night. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> sorry, mom. Um, but yeah, it, it would have been different. But because I knew in my heart of hearts that I wasn't attracted to him in that way. Um, the the pace became an issue. Yeah, it felt like it was moving too quickly. Yeah. Um. Yeah,
0: and we talk about that all the time. I I re- remember um having this conversation with I think it was Cheon uh, um on an earlier episode about like when a dude you don't <laughs> like is doing nice things. It's, it's gross. It's gross. <laughs> like. <laughs> It's, Which yeah. is really mean, it's and we're mean. we're we're petty and childish. <laughs> this so is why we're <laughs> no, this, is, this is exactly why we're on this podcast right now. But it's like, nah, nigga, back up. Why are you so excited? Exactly. Like, don't like me like that. Exactly. But if you like that, let nigga, a zaddy do.
1: Let a zaddy, yeah, do the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a different story. Yeah. Now I'm sending you texts like we pedal to me the metal you. together.
0: <laughs> like we taking it to the max. Yeah, like, absolutely for sure. For sure. Um. And that's, yeah, it's, is, and that's where I'm, like, trying to find out, I think that's, like, my next challenge in dating is, like, what a slow look like? Because I, I know I need to slow down regardless of who it is. Yeah, yeah. Because when it's been, you know, both of y'all are interested, then it's pedal to the metal and y'all crash and burn. Yeah, yeah. Um, But then I think there's, like, this other side where it's, like, these dudes who... It's not this instant chemistry, but they check off some boxes. And like, how do you like what's the happy medium? Yeah. How do you give them a fair shot? Without. I don't know. How do you give them a fair shot without like doing some shit you don't really want to do? Well, here's the thing. I think.
1: There's not a universal answer. I think you you have to know what that threshold is. Um, and I think in his particular situation, I got to a point where I knew for myself that I didn't want to move
0: forward. And I think only you can answer that. But but what I'm saying, though, is you got to that point because he crossed the line that you didn't feel comfortable with. Do you think that if you were still having really good times and he wasn't making things sexual, it would have gone on for longer? Yes, but for, I don't think it would have went
1: on for that much longer. Okay. I do think it would have been extended a date or two uh-huh. longer than what it was, but I don't think it would have been much longer. Um, yeah. We'll say more about that. Um, I just think I would have gotten to a place. Let's say we would have went to another restaurant or whatever. Um, And... It was a good conversation. It was the same way that all the other dates had gone. Um, He would have dug himself more into the friend zone Mm. for me. Um, And I think. I don't know how I would have ended it, but I would have got out. Yeah, I would have got out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I haven't thought more about how i would have done it but i don't think i would have continued and there's also an element of feeling guilty that he is spending money and investing time in these dates that i enjoy his company on but like i don't view them as we're moving towards something Mm -hmm. right so i think that's probably would have would what would have led me to end things is I would have felt guilty. Mm. I would have felt bad that he was spending money on these cute ass dates and like taking me out and really being interested in me and wanting things to move to the next level and knowing that I did not feel the same. Mm. So that
0: probably would have been the catalyst for me. That's interesting. Yeah. I just, I feel like there's so many different ways, like obviously that things him pan out because like I guess the thing that I hold on to is like y'all are having a really good time and like it it, it's like now you don't even know each and that's something I think about with a lot of different relationships in the past where it's like you had these great dynamics with people and because something went wrong like you you're not in each other's lives anymore but I think Um, I also
1: had to give myself permission to not let things progress into something else and like telling myself that it's okay that yeah he checked these things off his list and like on paper this is who I said I wanted to date but I'm also not attracted to him in that way and it's okay that this did not turn into something else like I felt like I had to give myself permission to feel that way Mm. because initially I felt bad especially after talking to my mom and feeling like maybe I I there was something I didn't do on my end to give him um a chance or an opportunity to evolve into something else, but also knowing myself and just knowing that, like, I'm not feeling this in this way. Yeah. And that's okay. Every nice guy that, you know, does nice things for you and, like, sends you fucking $40 to get snacks in the <laughs> airport doesn't have to turn into your next nigga. Like, yeah. that's okay. Yeah. So.
0: So, let's move on to asking for a friend. So, I don't know if you, you've been around for this iteration of the podcast, but um, asking for a friend is talking about your current dating status um, and what are the pros and cons or the benefits and challenges of it. So, you are single. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Um, are you actively dating? Are you looking to date? How are you... And, and, you know, f- throwing in the fact that it's, is Rona. It's the time of the Rona. Right. Of course. Um, I'm not actively dating. When I think of
1: actively dating, I think about like, one am I like on the apps looking for a potential partner. Um, and I'm not, I've deleted all of the apps from my phone for the moment. Um, And also I just, I haven't been on any dates in a while, so I would say no, but am I open to dating someone? Yes, but I've, I've gotten to a place now where I'm like, God, if it's for me, it's going to be for me. You know, like if you're, if, if I'm supposed to have a partner right now, you're going to have to drop him down from the heavens and put him on my doorstep, um, and I I think I'm also in a place now where I'm just, I'm comfortable with myself and like being by myself for a while and just working on me and focusing on things that I want to do. Um, and again, if a relationship was to like organically happen,
0: I'd be open to it, but I'm not actively seeking it right now. So you said that you are essentially like enjoying your singleness. Mm -hmm. Um, so, what have been i guess the the good parts of being single would have been despite you know enjoying your single life now, what are some of the challenges? Um I'll start with challenges. It gets lonely like
1: it gets lonely and and I don't feel that feeling often, but when I do, I feel it deeply, mm. and I miss having someone that you can. Talk to on a regular basis, essentially like your best friend in a partner form. Like, I'm, I miss that. Um, but on the flip side, I enjoy not having that <laughs> as well. Like, I enjoy my freedom. Yeah. I enjoy my space. I enjoy not having to consider someone else and someone else's feelings. Um
0: Um, I think that's – I I probably should stop asking single people because they all say the same thing.
1: <laughs> I mean, because that, that's the real. But, like, no, it is. I mean,
0: because, like, I, I, trust me, I've lived my full life single. Like, I know it's lonely. I know this shit is hard sometimes. You want affection. You want attention. You want someone to go out and do things with. But at the same time – and I think the second part is really – the the benefit part is what I've more recently learned is the f- – you don't recognize how much the value of your freedom until so you don't have it anymore. Relationships
1: are work. Right. I think when when you get in those spaces where you're lonely, you tend to romanticize what a partnership would be like in that moment, right? So when I'm lonely, I'm like, "Damn, like I really miss having someone to bounce ideas off of or just like having that companionship." but a relationship is more than just the companionship like it is a lot of work it's putting a mirror to yourself and like seeing the things that you have to work on like it's a lot and there are some times where i i am comfortable with where i'm at and i don't want that work like i i'm i don't welcome that sometimes Mm -hmm. um but yeah
0: Me about something I don't know what. Um, we'll talk about it after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the last segment is the Do Better Corner. I know you've shared a um, exceptionally petty uh incident in the past. Is yes, uh, my mama's favorite thing to <laughs> talk about in reference to you. But we're gonna see if you have if you can out petty yourself. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, if you have another, um and it's like it's a do better moment, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be petty, it doesn't have to be yeah, your classic definition of petty, but like what's well, a do better moment in dating where you were just like, Wow, I was really out here wilding, um, I was bugging. Um, but it's because, you know, I felt X, Y, and Z. And uh I've grown since then.
1: Does it have to be in relation to the Mm-mm. last story? Okay. Um That's a really good question. Um, I don't know if I can. Rec- I mean, I I have a ton of stories, but I would say in general, <laughs> something that I do that is toxic that I'm I'm learning to um, not do anymore <laughs> is. I used to ghost. I'm not mm. even gonna
0: lie. Like, I know you going to say that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's because, we have this, these conversations all the time, but it's because, like, I'm a punk. Like, I'm a punk, and sometimes I don't know how to have difficult conversations. Like, yeah. the, the thought of being in a uncomfortable situation and, and telling you something that is unfavorable is really scary to me. Yeah, I don't want um, for you to be upset. Um, And in my mind, I feel like not saying anything at all doesn't rock the boat. And Mm -hmm. I don't have to be in an uncomfortable situation. Like in my mind, it feels like a win-win for everybody. Like I'm not hurting your feelings and I don't have to do this difficult thing. Exactly. Exactly. Um, But as millennials, like we are learning how toxic ghosting really is. Yeah. Um, and I do think there are levels to ghosting, right? Like I think if we just met on the apps and we haven't met in real life yet and you ain't talking about me nothing, Casper, right? What? You ain't talking about <laughs> nothing, And I have already determined that this is not going anywhere. I'm ghosting. Like I don't want to talk anymore. Yeah. Right. And I and in, in those situations, I don't feel like I owe you anything. Yeah. Right. I think the level of expectation is very low. Um, but there definitely have been situations where we have gone on dates. Um, and you know there is a there is a level of um, regular communication that is happening, and for whatever reason, maybe it's an incident that made me feel uncomfortable or just a vibe where I'm like, nah, like this, this probably isn't going to work in the past. I have just removed <laughs> myself completely. Um, and either stop texting, stop responding to texts. Like they've called, I just don't answer. Um, and we probably still follow each other on Instagram. Like, you know, I'm alive, right? <laughs> like you've seen me posting, like I'm clearly You saw alive, all my stories. Right. <laughs> I'm clearly alive, but I'm not alive to you. Right. <laughs> right um so I've done that more times than I'd like to admit and what I'm learning now is that a part of being an adult is having uncomfortable conversations um and sometimes you you do owe people that um so what I'm working on now is (sighs) communicating more um practicing like radical honesty Mm. and yeah just I would say in general just communicating more like if there's something that makes me uncomfortable or made me uncomfortable like instead of ghosting being like yo like can we talk about this like this made me uncomfortable I would like for this to happen moving forward or maybe being in a space where I'm like, I don't want to move forward with you, but communicating that too. Yeah. And saying, Hey, like, I think you're cool or whatever the, the conversation is to soften the blow a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Saying like, yo, like, I think you're cool, but I don't wish to, you know, my favorite line. (laughs) I no longer wish. I no longer wish to move forward. (laughs) I'm not shit y'all. I'm not shit. Um, but yeah, I, I no longer wish to move forward with you. Um, and yeah, and letting that be the end instead of me just disappearing. Yeah. So I would say that is something that I have been working on. I think the radical honesty part is still very new for me and can be difficult because in my mind, I'm still like, I don't want to hurt your feelings. Like, yeah. I don't want you to be upset with me. Yeah. But I'm also learning that people really appreciate honesty. Yeah. And, like, you may be a little salty in the moment. Like, your ego may be a little bruised. But I think um, tactfully, like, ending relationships with people means something.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I, that, um, I've i been on a big um, communication, like, soapbox lately. And I don't I, – I'm still figuring out what effective communication and dating looks like on those various levels. Because one of the things that I've also been – thinking a lot about is how women choose to communicate and it's i I feel like a not all women obviously but i think a lot of women are raised to go along with stuff yeah yes um and then it it gets to the point where you have pissed me off. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I have let times. it go so long that I have. Now I'm angry. Right. And I'm going to tell you about yourself. But that's also I don't think that's necessarily a fair way to like communicate a grievance with someone because like that's not it because it's escalated on your exactly end. exactly on
1: your end. This person has been doing this. You had a checklist. <laughs>
0: This uh, shit, person, this nigga
1: exactly. Did. This person has been pissing you off, yeah, yeah, for a month, yeah, and it's unfair to them to not know, right? What and then you come
0: out, exactly, you come out the gate,
1: exactly, exactly. You come out the gate ready to fight a nigga, and he's like, Yo, like, you could have told one, you could have told me, yeah. and two, I did not know, like, I yeah. didn't know that this was happening for you, yeah, on the same scale. And a perfect example, this actually just happened to me recently, was I don't like pet names early on mm. it really grosses me out and it feels a little condescending yeah um so there was this guy that i was talking to and he would like end his sentences with like oh like good morning babe or like Mm-mm. um how you doing sweetie like and i was pissed like disgusted and pissed at the same time yeah. i was like "Nigga, we don't know each other yeah we're not in a relationship. Um, I'm not your sweetie. I'm not yeah. your baby. I'm not your yeah. dear. Like, yeah. I'm Alicia. Yeah. Right. And old Alicia was like, I'm going to ghost this nigga. Like, mm-hmm. uh, we, we don't need to talk because clearly <laughs> you don't respect. Like, I had literally went down this whole rabbit hole. Like, clearly you don't respect me. Um, you don't know me. Like, you're, you're taking too many um, liberties. liberties. Like, I'm not interested. And I was like, Pause. Mm. take a step back mm. why don't you just tell him why yeah. don't you tell him that this is something you don't enjoy yeah. right maybe the last person he'd talked to didn't mind that yeah. or it wasn't a big deal um and it's so funny I literally worked up the nerve I was so scared I was like fuck like how do I say it like is this gonna make him upset like I went down this like whole thing right and talk to myself in the mirror like Issa. Like it was like a whole thing. You had a mirror bitch. I had a mirror bitch. <laughs> um and I was like, how am I gonna say it? Like am I gonna text it to him? Should I call him? And literally I just sent a text and I was like, hey, um to be honest with you, like I don't I don't really like pet names early on. And I was fully expecting him to be upset and to challenge me and be like, but why? You know, like, I just had all of these unrealistic mm-hmm. ideas of what his response was going to be. And it was so simple. He was like, cool. No worries. My, my bad. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It was literally like, oh, cool. Like, my bad. Like, I won't do okay, that Alicia. anymore. Right. <laughs> I won't do that anymore. And we moved on from that. Yeah. And it wasn't an issue at all. Yeah. And that was such a big lesson for me where, you know, I thought to myself, if we communicated things that bothered us more or things that we need, because people aren't mind readers, Mm -hmm. they don't know you, Mm -hmm. especially when you are trying to get to know someone Mm -hmm. like you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. So um, that was just a really big lesson for me. And. I thought to myself,
0: I should do this more often. Yeah. And it's also like that moment when you do it and you realize not only that the world didn't come to an end, but it was actually a favorable outcome. Like right. he, right. he was cool. He not going to call you that no more. <laughs> we all won. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's that's that's a, a win, win win. Exactly. And it feels so good. You're like, Oh, that's all I had to do. But then you got to do it again. And <laughs> the funny
1: thing too, and this is probably because, I've done this. I fully expected the vibe to change. Like mm, I expected yeah. him to be petty and be like, Oh, so I'm not calling you baby. nigga. I'm not calling you no more at all. Like, you know what I mean? Like I fully expected him to, um, not communicate with me in the same ways. And it was completely normal. Yeah. Like
0: things were back on track and yeah. he was okay, cool. So like, what are you doing today? Like, yeah. so yeah, it's funny. Cause sorry, this makes me think about, um, unsolicited advice. <laughs> Because yes. <laughs> I do think that like men are a little bit better. And again, I'm generalizing, but a little bit better at taking constructive criticism or like hearing shit that's like women. Women are a little soft sometimes because I remember talking to this dude, having a conversation I didn't really want to have to begin with. And I didn't know how to approach it other than to give him advice because he was complaining to me. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm really good. <laughs> like my joke was like, I'm really good at giving unsolicited advice. Here, here you go. And then he was like, actually I really don't care for unsolicited advice. <laughs> uh, I appreciate all, it. I know you were pissed. I was motherfucking pissed. I, I, I was know you. damn pissed. I know you. I know and you. I was like, oh I guess we ain't got to talk no more. <laughs> Bye. Just real salty, yeah. real one word answer. Real, and I was just like. When really he was communicating exactly. His boundary. Exactly. Exactly. And it made me feel away." way. Um, but that was also like immature. Gross, so like immature. Mm-hmm. not to have someone's boundary feel personal. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, that's that's. I think men have a lot more practice at communicating their boundaries. (laughs) Men are excellent (laughs) at their boundaries, bitch. The way I got like five good stories to
1: tell, but yeah, no, I I completely agree. They're like,
0: no, I said, um, I don't talk after this. (laughs) Like, I don't see you on these days. And that nigga mean that shit. (laughs) And us ladies need to get better i'd be like nah i meant that shit yeah. when i said x y or Z. and and communicating it right like right, the first step right, is saying right, it out your mouth right right, right and then right. the second step is being like nah for real because yeah, niggas will also try your boundaries yeah yeah and then having but like
1: consequences like, exactly you know, that's the three it, right i haven't listened to that go episode. listen to don't i listen gotta to find that
0: episode but it's the three e's of boundary setting or something like that <laughs> um but yeah no i I really, like I said, I've been on this big like communication. Th- I think that is one of the biggest challenges of dating today. Because I think that the apps create, it, it expands our options, and expands the marketplace for dating essentially. And so it's easy to treat people disposably because they are disposed. Yeah, you yeah, have yeah, so many options. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, if you just added a little bit of compassion and communication in that mix, like, I feel like that would help just make everybody less of a dick. Um,
1: and to be honest, I think that's a part of the reason why I probably got off the apps, because it just felt
0: transactional. It
1: felt too microwavable to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It feels transactional to me. And
1: it felt like, oh, this nigga didn't put a period. Yeah. At the end of a sentence, like yeah. that's, that's not my husband. Yeah. You
0: know, my husband yeah. would know his punctuation. Grammar, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: excellent. It's superb. So I'm like, yeah, no, this 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 clearly isn't the nigga that God sent me. Yeah. So I'm I'm not interested. And then I got to a place where I was like, You probably saw your husband on the apps. Mm-hmm. Your husband was probably Swipe on the right apps. By him. Exactly. Swipe he took a gross selfie yep. in the car. Yeah. Yeah, he was laying down and like it grossed you out and you were like no nah, nigga I'm swiping left. Yeah. So I was like, you know, the apps probably isn't a good start for me for yeah. right now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, you know what I'm saying? We in we're we're in Rona, so that may change, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> but you know, yeah. I I think I'm the pendulum for me is
0: um swinging back to meeting people in real life. Abs- me too. Absolutely. I think um, I'm not in a place to assess people fairly yeah. through apps, so I'm going to just get off yeah. them.
1: I'm going to remove myself. Yeah, I
0: don't well. want to subject y'all right. to my crazy <laughs> So, I'm going to go sit over here in my house by myself mm-hmm. for the duration of Rona. And do
1: these puzzles. Make yeah. Like yeah. Absolutely.
0: Do these fit-on workouts <laughs> and, and get my podcast popping. Like, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. That's totally Um, cool. But, anywho, this has been a lovely conversation. You always, like, give the full story. <laughs> you give all your business I really out.
1: do. <laughs> Hopefully, y'all... Um, the niggas I'll be talking about are listening. I'm I know we had, we had to
0: find a story that, that was, was shareable. Because, yeah, sure. um, you know, niggas be soft a little bit. <laughs> they get their feelings hurt when they know the truth. Um, but anywho, again, thank you as always Thank for you for having sharing. me. This is
1: always a, a great time. I feel like you always um, get more info from me than I probably would have initially shared. So thank you for that. <laughs> um, and it's always good. So thank you for having me.
0: Of course. All right bye bye Thanks for listening to this episode of Situationships podcast. If you learned anything on this episode, please share the episode with a friend. Get Situationships podcast merch and early access to podcast episodes by becoming a Situationships podcast Patreon at patreoncom pod You know that situationship you had that one time? The one your girlfriends remind you about when you start acting brand new? I want to hear about it. Hit me up at situationshipspodcast.com backslash my story or email me at situationshipspodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to connect with me and the Situationships Podcast listeners on social media. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at situationshipspod and on Twitter at situationspod. Talk to you soon. Bye, y'all.